Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 211, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend. And here we are. We have reached week number 43. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marvin, we've got a lot to get through today. Are you ready to recap? Oh, I sure am, Dave. Let's do this. Jingle, please. What have we heard? The Bible said Let's remember, it's Recap Day. Okay, Marvin, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Creation in the fall, then Noah and the patriarchs and God's covenants. Then came Moses, we had the Passover, out they went from Egypt, and we had the Ten Commandments and the Tabernacle. Joshua leads them into the Promised Land, then came the Judges and Ruth, and then the Kings. Saul, then David, and another covenant, and then Solomon builds the Temple, and then the Kingdom splits. Then there was Elijah and Elisha, but Israel sins, and they fall to the Assyrians. Judah lasts a little bit longer, but they fall to the Babylonians. Daniel and Chums are carried off into exile. We have Esther's story, but Ezra, Nehemiah, and others return to rebuild Jerusalem. Yeah, then 400 years of silence. John the Baptist and Jesus are born. Jesus grows up. He's baptized. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Calls his disciples, turns water into wine, clears out the temple, visits a Samaritan woman, and tells Nicodemus, you must be born again. He heals people. He casts out demons and teaches people about God. And he confronts the Pharisees when he heals on the Sabbath. We saw Jesus was more powerful than storms, than thousands of demons, illnesses, and even death. Met with Moses and Elijah up the mountain, went to the temple, announced, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. And told the Pharisees, before Abraham was born, I am. Good work, Marvin. Oh, you too, Dave. Okay, Marvin, so last week we ended up with a big showdown in the temple between Jesus and the Pharisees. Oh yeah, of course, Dave, I remember. Okay, so we're getting closer and closer to hearing about how Jesus would complete his rescue mission, but we've still got some more ground to cover before we get there. Okay, great. Well, who's reading today? Today, we're back to our friend Heather. Oh, hi, Heather. Hello, everyone. Today we're reading from John chapter 9, verses 1 to 38. As Jesus went along, he saw a man who was blind. He had been blind since he was born. Jesus' disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? Was this man born blind because he sinned, or did his parents sin? It isn't because this man sinned, said Jesus. It isn't because his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's power could be shown by what's going to happen. While it is still day, we must do the works of the one who sent me. Night is coming, then no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After he said this, he spit on the ground. He made some mud with the spit. Then he put the mud on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. Siloam means scent. So the man went and washed, and he came home able to see. His neighbours and people who had seen him earlier begging asked questions. Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg, they asked? Some claimed that he was. Others said, no, he only looks like him. But the man who'd been blind kept saying, I am the man. Then how were your eyes opened, they asked. He replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed. Then I could see. Where is this man, they asked him. I don't know, he said. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. The day Jesus made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath day. 
So the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied. Then I washed, and now I can see. Some of the Pharisees said, Jesus has not come from God. He does not keep the Sabbath day. But others asked, how could a sinner do such signs? So the Pharisees did not agree with one another. Then they turned again to the blind man. What do you have to say about him, they asked. It was your eyes he opened. The man replied, he is a prophet. They still did not believe that the man had been blind and now could see. So they sent for his parents. Is this your son, they asked. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he's our son, the parents answered, and we know he was born blind. And we don't know how he can now see. And we don't know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he's an adult. He can speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. The leaders had already made this decision about Jesus. Anyone who said Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That was why the man's parents said, he's an adult, ask him. Again, the Pharisees called the man who'd been blind to come to them. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know that the man who healed you is a sinner. He replied, I don't know if he's a sinner or not, but I do know one thing. I was blind, but now I can see. Then they asked him, what did he do for you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I've already told you, but you didn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Did you want to become his disciples too? Then they began to attack him with their words. You are this fellow's disciple, they said. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we don't even know where this fellow comes from. The man answered, that is really surprising. You don't know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does what he wants them to do. Nobody has ever heard of anyone opening the eyes of a person born blind. If this man had not come from God, he could do nothing. Then the Pharisees replied, When you were born, you were already deep in sin. How dare you talk like that to us? And they threw him out of the synagogue. Jesus heard that the Pharisees had thrown the man out of the synagogue. When Jesus found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so I can believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Thanks, Heather. Okay, so, yeah, Dave, at the start, the disciples asked about who sinned, the blind man or his parents. Dave, what did they mean? Well, Marvin, back then, people thought that if something like this had happened, if a baby was born blind, well, then they thought that that was a punishment from God. They thought either the parents have done something really bad, or or maybe this guy was just a really bad guy, and so God made him blind to punish him, or punish them, or, well, somebody was getting punished, whoever had done whatever they had done. Oh, okay. But Jesus says, no, of course not. God isn't sitting up in heaven blinding people to punish them. We all have different paths to walk. Blindness will be part of some people's journey. Some people may never be able to walk. Some people might be deaf. Some will get sick. Those things are not punishments. They're just part of this world that has sin and has suffering and has illness and has death. Sadly, we don't get to choose the things that happen to us, but they're not punishments. And of course, if we're following Jesus, well, he will lead us to that perfect forever where all that suffering is gone. 
And so in today's reading, Jesus gives us just a little glimpse of what that healing will be like, and he restores this man's sight. Yeah, yeah, and those Pharisees are having a really hard time knowing what to do with that, huh? Yeah, they really are, Marvin, because they'd like to write Jesus off. They'd like to say, you know what, this guy's just crazy. He thinks he's God. But of course, they can't do that because he's doing things that only someone from God or God himself could do. And they try and bully the man. They they even try to bully his parents. But all they can do is tell the truth. The man was blind, but now he can see. Okay, yeah, yeah. And David, one last question. Jesus asked the man if he believed in the Son of Man. Why does Jesus call himself that? Oh, well, it's here comes the professor. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Summer, springtime, and fall. There's someone you can always fool. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello, Professor. Ah, yes. So, I heard you guys talking about the Son of Man, yeah? Well, yeah, that's right, Professor. What does it mean? Ah, that's that's a very good question, Marvin, because it's one of the names that Jesus calls himself most often, you know? And it tells us two things. Okay. Ah, okay. So, firstly, it reminds us that Jesus was fully human, yeah? He really was a man, yeah? He was born of a woman. He was a human, like us, yeah? A fully man, a son of man. Yeah, okay. But it was also a reminder of some special verses from the book of Daniel. You see, Daniel had a vision where God showed him some amazing things. And one of the things that he saw was one that he said was like a son of man. But Daniel said this about him. Here, let me read it. It says this, He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. You hear that, Marvin? Hmm, That's the Messiah. Oh, okay. So, son of man was kind of another way that Jesus was telling people who he was, huh? Yeah, yeah. You see, you might hear it and think, well, yes, of course, he's a son of man. We are all sons of men. Yeah, but for the people who were really listening and really watching, well, they would hear what Jesus was really saying. He was saying, I am the son of man from Daniel. Okay, got it. Yeah, great. Thanks, Professor. Yeah, no problem, Marvin. (laughs) So, Jesus again shows his power shows that he really was who he said he was. And the Pharisees' anger and their hatred continues to grow. You know, they thought they were in charge, but Jesus, our king, he is the son of man, whose kingdom, like Daniel told us, will never be destroyed. Today, boys and girls, thank God that no matter what happens, no matter what anyone else says or does, we can count on that. And that's it, Marvin. We are well and truly out of time, so let's say goodbye and we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, bye everyone. See you tomorrow. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and